It's the World Cup, baby. <laughs> Is that your intro? Yeah, I'm right. I am single. I did get drunk. I did buy Tinder Prime and I fully regretted it. But yeah, here we go. <laughs> Little Nessie drove my nana to drink. Yeah, he sells Hot Wheels out of his jacket. <laughs> I'd like to think that he knew that John Terry was a huge Saturdays fan. Oh, that Campbell oh, Soup is a, is, a, is a big deal. Pele is Jay from in between us. Luigi, don't quit your day job, mate. Who do you think is more handsome? Shall we answer? Fair enough. If you say it, say it with chest. Sorry, you just have to guess. Do you want to go to the toilet? You ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, he's, he was good mates with Pablo Escobar from what oh. I read. Mara who, sorry? You're a pair of twats, you know that. Hello and welcome to Mostalgia FC. Don't forget, it's still November, so it's still Mostalgia, not Mostalgia FC. If you listen to the exit of the last episode, <laughs> uh, it's definitely Mostalgia, not Mostalgia. Uh, apologize. There you go. Well, there's my point made. Apologies in advance, everyone. I'm a little bit ill, so my voice does sound a little bit dodgy. But uh, don't worry, because we've got someone else to help carry the load. So, my name is Drew. My name is George. And my name is Owen, and I'm here just sort of just to lighten the load on the World Cup, really, aren't I? Exactly. We couldn't be bothered doing all the work, so we got Owen in to come and help us. Uh, if you've listened to any episodes involving Owen before, you will know they usually breed pure chaos, which is the vibe we're going for for the World Cup, because if they can hold it in Qatar, we can add an extra host. Why not? <laughs> we didn't same. pay Owen any money, though. No, no. Wait, what? Wait, what? And no one died making him, I don't think. I hope not. <laughs> Let's swiftly move on. That's the... uh, so, <laughs> so this first World Cup episode uh, is going to be uh, a little bit of a twist on our usual format. Uh, we're going to give you three teams today, and they are going to be our predicted teams of the tournament. Now, listening to this, you know the World Cup hasn't started yet. On day of recording, we're 15 days out before the first game. So we're going to predict our teams, and then we're going to come back at the end of the tournament and record another episode reviewing how wrong we were, because that's yeah. probably going to be the case. The other thing is, is like picking this team was really hard because there's already been so many injuries, and I can guarantee you, as soon as we pick these, they're all going to get injured. Like, all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, haven't actually che- I haven't actually checked the injury list since I made my team, so it could go horribly wrong. That was a well, mistake. do you have a France <sighs> defender in there? Because if so... You might be struggling. <laughs> to be honest, if you have any French players full stop, you might be struggling. I've I I had one French player, but I I dropped him because I didn't actually think France. I think France are going to flop a little, but not be the flop team. Well, let's dive into that, shall we? Right. So, how this is going to work, everyone? Basically, we've all prepared a team one to eleven. The winner of the tournament, the player of the tournament, the surprise team, and the flop team. So, we're, instead of doing it. One after the other, we're just going to get Owen to name his whole team, and then George will name his whole team, then I'll name all of my team, and then we can discuss after each person's finished. So, Owen, give us your 1-11 to team of the tournament. Right, so go in 4-3-3, because that's usually what they go with for team of the tournaments now. So, I was looking at the groups, and goalkeeper was the hardest decision. I went with Yassine Bonu from Morocco. Uh... Back four, I've got Akraf Hakimi, Christian Renette Mero, Virgil van Dijk, and Nicolas Tagliafico. 
midfield three, I'm going with Pedri, Kevin De Bruyne, and Aaron Ramsey. And then the front three, I've got Lionel Messi, Laturo Martinez, and Neymar. Nice. Okay. So yeah. you've gone for a Morocco keeper and right back. Yeah, they are going to be my surprise oh, package team of the tournament. They were almost mine. I looked. I looked at the group that they've got. It's it's quite a good group if I remember rightly. So I think they I think they might qualify for the next round, and if they don't, they're going to surprise a few people because they've got a solid team. Is Hakim Ziyech back in the Morocco team? Uh, when I last looked at the squad, he was nice. Good. I don't know of any injuries to them. I massive respect for Hakraf Hakimi at right back, PSG. He's doing wonders at PSG. I think he's a great player. So I think that's a great pick. Who are your centre backs? Romero and Van Dyke. Yeah. Looking at, I think, honestly, I think Argentina are going to win the tournament. That's my pick for that. Nice. And I think Netherlands, looking at their group and their potential. Um, first knockout round, I can't see them conceding many goals, so I think Van Dijk, or it could have easily been any of the other centre-backs that they play there, De Vrij, uh, Ake, De Ligt. Timber. I think he, he's the captain, he's going to be in there, yeah. Alright, like it, like it. And then midfield you had Pedri. I had Pedri Pedri because he's just an engine and he just goes he was the, the young player at the Euros. I can't see him slowing down. And then De Bruyne, for the obvious reasons, that he's Kevin De Bruyne in. That's fair. Yeah. And Aaron Ramsey, because if Wales qualify for the knockout rounds, I think he's going to be their most influential player. So he's getting a few games under his belt at Nice to keep his fitness up. He'll come into the Wales squad. He'll be sort of fresh and then... See, that, yeah, he will be some level of fitness because he doesn't really play very much for Nice. I don't know if you've seen the team sheets very often. He comes off the bench most games. He's um, he, comes, he comes off the bench a lot, but that's still game time, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. And like he walks into the Wales midfield because who else have we got? Well, we're going yeah. to have the same issue as well with Bale. He's not exactly starting every game for LA, but he's there and he's training and he's with them. No, but we've seen it with... We've seen it with him for years where he's not played for Madrid and he's still done it yeah. for Wales, so I think that's fine. Yeah. All right, and then your front three, Messi, Neymar and Martinez. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've gone for a very Argentina-heavy team. Yeah, I, I think... I think it's going to be a South American team that wins and I've, I've hedged with uh, Argentina for this one on. Back to your, so back to your left back. Do you think Taglafico is going to play over Acuna from Sevilla? I don't know. But <laughs> I'm hedging my bets with him because he's been in quite good form for the past few years. Acuna's obviously been in good form as well, but it's sort of a toss-up between the two of them. This is the thing we're doing it now, and this is fun because most squads haven't even been announced yet. So we could potentially put someone in these teams that doesn't even make it to the squad. That doesn't even. Yeah, make it, this yeah. is why I've tried to go quite safe. Well, Bra- Brazil have announced theirs. Japan have announced theirs. I've seen them. Brazil announced their squad. Brazil and Japan have both announced. Is theirs. Uh, is Bobby Firmino in it? Bobby Firmino didn't make it. No. What? 
Wow. No, it's not. Um, and I'll see if I can find it. All right, well, my new flock team is Brazil. Fuck off, Brazil. <laughs> they wow, put that stupid pigeon bastard Richarlison over Firmino. Oh, yeah. They have put Richarlison in from what I remember. I don't know. Everyone hates pigeons. <laughs> I mean, everyone hates Richarlison. I don't think I've ever seen a player more hated recently than him. Unless you are a member of the PSG squad playing with Mbappe. Yep. Because they don't yeah. like him. I mean, I don't like Mbappe. <laughs> no. How can you pretty much own a club and then go, nah, I want to leave now? Don't fancy it. You didn't let me own it enough. <laughs> yeah. Shall I Shall I hit you with my, uh, my flop teams? Yeah. Uh, before you do... So you've got Messi on one wing, Neymar on the other wing. Yep. And then Lotaro up front. Yeah. Like it. Strong. Neymar was almost in mine and so was Martinez. I think that's both good choices. Messi for player of the tournament. Oh, nice. Strong. Last World Cup, yeah. it seems. Last World Cup. I think they're going to win it. He's going to be influential for it. Like it. I'm here with it. I agree. I think he's going to be a massive influence on this World Cup. I think Argentina will probably draw the biggest crowds um, because obviously Messi's playing. And especially if this is last World Cup, everyone's going to want to go watch those games because these could be, well, the last international minutes for Lionel Messi. Imagine they're at the group stage now. That'd be hilarious. I was going to say, I got um, a cool fact. And it was basically, if PSG rest Messi for their last game before the World Cup or resting for the last two games, which they're planning on doing anyway, apparently. And then Argentina get all the way to the final. Messi could play his, and I'm assuming it's his 1,000th ever game in football being the World Cup final. Oh, Isn't that be. good? Isn't that good? Yeah. Not down the group stage. Calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> and his 1,000th game will be against Trois pretty- away in December. <laughs> so first 11 in the bag I respect it I like it some strong choices in there you've gone for Argentina winning it Messi to play the tournament surprise team is Morocco yeah. that is going to be my surprise team yeah. alright give us the juicy one then who's the flop I'm torn between two obviously with Morocco being my surprise team I wanted to say Croatia as a flop team because they're in the same group they're in the same group. They're going to be fighting over that second position, I think. Um, but I was looking at the group, I think it's Group H. That looks a bit of a group of death. They've got Ghana, um, Uruguay, Portugal, South Korea, South Korea and Uruguay. So I was looking, maybe Portugal might flop in that group. That's a big call considering BBC of... Uh, predicted that the final will be Argentina versus Portugal. Ah, they're but just doing that. So they they just won it, yeah. Ronaldo, yeah. Messi. Yeah, they just. But I think I'm going to go with Croatia as my flop team. Okay. So you've got okay. Modric still playing like he's 25. Yeah. You've got some great new defenders and Guardiola. Playing there, you've got yeah, Rebic. You've got 
I think who else plays Yedva. So they got they've got some you know strong talents, but I can see why you, I can see you thinking it's a hard group. It's a hard group, and the influential players in Croatia's team are all the wrong side of thirty. Yeah, but means... Modric doesn't play like it though. Yeah, Modric plays in a position where you can be older and play well. There's not as much running, but we saw it at the last World Cup where they got to the final. They sort of run out of steam towards the end of that tournament. And I'm thinking four years on, a lot of those influential players are four years older. The steam's not going to be as much. Then They might not be able to, especially when, like at the 2018 World Cup, they were playing extra time every other game near enough, weren't they? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I like it. I'm with you. Right, and so there's your picks. Strong. I like it. Good start. George, take us through your team. Okay. Right. So in goal, I've got Alisson. Uh, I've actually gone for a 3-4-3 because I was struggling to choose fullbacks and there were three centre-backs I wanted in. Just simple as that. Uh, so I've got Lissandro Martinez for Argentina, uh, Marquinhos for Brazil, and then Ben White for England. And I know that is like a complete left field choice, but I feel like I needed one. He's played. I I, I can go into this a little bit later. Hold on. Uh, so central midfielders, I've got Gundogan and Pedri, and then I've got two attacking midfielders, which is Son and Kevin De Bruyne. Left wing, Neymar. Right wing, Messi. And then striker, Harry Kane. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right, so just to be clear, Martinez, do you mean the Aston Villa keeper? No, as in the United centre-back. Did you say for your keeper? Alisson. He's got Alisson in goal. I didn't hear that bit. I must have cut out. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that's just me ignoring you. Classic. Okay. So you're telling me you don't have the Aston Villa goalkeeper at centre back? That's a strange choice from you. I think you should change that. <laughs> no, yeah, Lissandro Martinez. Ola. All right, yep, yep. All right, so Ben White. Yeah, is, that's the. Is a question the... to even be in the squad? I just I know, think... he's been in the fifty-five man squad, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's. But so is Danny Welbeck. So he's looking more and more likely. Yeah, Ben White's looking more and more likely to go. Due to the ever ever growing list of right back injuries, yeah. In so I put him as a centre back again. here because it's his natural position, but he could possibly play right back. Basically, he's a utility player as well. So centre back, right back, he can play as a sort of deep line midfielder as well. I don't think he will, but he can, and he's a utility player. It's like you say, it's whether he's in the starting eleven or not. But it's like, would you take? In your starting eleven, I don't think he'll possibly do this, but would you take a healthy Ben White or a Harry Maguire that's not had game time at all, really, except for playing ten minutes up well, front? Well, Gareth Southgate will put Maguire in because he's Gareth Southgate. But yeah, I would yeah. put Ben White in on form, hundred percent. Yeah, I'd, so yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd to be honest, I'd like to see Ben White play. I think Ben White's decent, and I'd, I'd like he's proven the doubters wrong when he first went over to Arsenal. Um. So yeah, it'd be it'd be good seeing there, but uh, it's very much it. I felt felt like I needed one like left field choice, and that was that was the one. So yeah, 
I like it. I thought your left field choice was uh, putting Emmy Martinez in centre back, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Martinez for United Nos- was like he's been an absolute. I fucking love that guy, uh, and I feel like he'll just yeah, do he'll good. do something for Argentina. Everyone yeah. kept saying about him being five foot nine, but it doesn't matter how tall you are if you can read the game as well as he does. Yeah, absolutely. And partnered that on that team with Marcinos. Yeah. I think Marcinos is one of the best centre backs in the world. What a player! Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think guy. Brazil as well. Uh, to my knowledge, don't have. This is where they flop now, but they don't have the most difficult group. Uh, they got no Cameroon, yeah. Serbia, and someone else. Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not difficult for them, but for whoever's going to get second place, it's going to be a hell of a group. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the rest of them, it'll be fine. But like, just yeah. Brazil, I feel a walk it. And if they don't, then there's something wrong there. Now, into your midfield. Yeah. Have you checked the injury reports? I mean, I was trying to. Why? Who's? One Hyung Son Min, major doubt for the tournament. Oh, is he? Shit. What's wrong with his face? Ah, you don't need your face. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you might do. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to keep him in there. The reason I put him in there, I just feel like Son is one of the most criminally underrated players of all time. Not even just this era. Just he did pretty rubbish time. this season. He's not been awful. He scored an angry hat-trick, and other than that, he's not done much. An angry hat-trick. That's what you need, though. True. Is that the um, one where he like, came on like we in like the 60th the minute or something and scored it in 10 minutes? Yeah. And then yeah. just scored three Thunder Bastards and was like, <laughs> Conte! <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, right. same as, same as what Owen said, uh, just because it's Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> I feel like he's... Yeah. The best player in the world, possibly. Uh, well, I say that actually. I think the best player in the world at the moment on form is Neymar, which is why he's in my side. Nice. And cool. and then your striker was yeah, Harry I Kane. Was yeah, it was actually between him or Memphis, <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go oh. a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane just seems to do it in tournaments, even if it's a he gets a penalty and he scores it or whatever. Like he just seems to score goals in tournaments. So in my head, it's like. Yeah, and in the last World Cup, Harry Kane scored a few goals, but I seem to remember a few of them came against whoever it is that they spanked in the group stage, and one of them just hit him in the head. Yeah, and well, it's like, yeah, yeah Panama. This is, is this is also my thinking is like, I hate to say it, I think he he's got an easy group to score goals in. Like, it's horrible to say because we're in that group, but I think yeah. they do. Iran, USA, and us. I think I think they can score goals. I think England can score goals in that group, and I feel like Harry Kane up top is going to do it. The only thing holding England back is England itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, can yeah, see. yeah. Like recently, when they played Germany and they had to score goals, they did. But in any close game, they're just like, nah, don't really fancy it. I'm just going to dawdle around a bit, pass it around the back. Like they don't really. They have the players to play amazing football. Southgate's just like, nah, don't really fancy that. Yeah. And it's weird as well because, you know, when they say, oh, England just don't have that, um, I don't know what word, like camaraderie, like the brotherhood sort of thing. But every time you see like videos of them or something like that, like behind the scenes, they all seem really, really close. They obviously just can't play together. Yeah. Well, saying that though, they've come, what, 
semi-finalists in the last World Cup, finalists yeah. in the last Euros. Lord, if you're going on trend, they should win this one. The only thing I will say is this seems to be the first tournament where England fans aren't saying it's coming home or aren't getting ahead of themselves. They're, England fans are actually a little bit worried, so the pressure is actually not on their shoulders as much as it normally would be. I mean, it still will be because the, yeah, they'll true. still want them to do well, but like no one's expect like the media is not going. Oh, they're they're going to win this. So yeah, yeah, give it time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Let's two weeks out by Monday, they'll be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Going going back to what you were saying about the camaraderie element of yeah. it, I think if you go back to the golden generation of English football. Yeah, all the talent was there, but they were all playing for rival clubs. Like you'd never see like Gerard and Lampard and Skulls, like three probably the best midfielders of their generation. And yeah, they all played a similar game, so it was hard to fit them all in. But they wouldn't get on with each other because Gerard was Liverpool through and through, Skulls was United through and through, Lampard was obviously Chelsea, and then they just it was more the rivalries from the club. But now in this current England team, it seems more together. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, the rivalries sort of less. It's just yeah. it's funny when you see like after the game, like in a Liverpool City game or a United Liverpool game or United City or Arsenal Chelsea, but like we'll see tomorrow, you'll see some of the players just like chatting to each other afterwards and like being friendly. You're like, no, I just want to see the. I want to see the absolute hatred for each other. Do you know what I mean? In those in those sort of games, but yeah. like, yeah. I want to see it more because it'll ruin the national team for him again. But you know. <laughs> I mean, remember we have a lot <laughs> yeah, of English players in ours. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, before we move on to your predicted winner, player of the tournament, yeah. and everything like that, I just want to point one thing out. Doesn't seem to be any Wrexham players in this team. Was... <laughs> yeah. So Paul Mullin was sort of on the brink of you know getting into the England side. I don't think he'll make it. Um, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis should be in the fucking Welsh side. I don't care if you call me wrong. He should be in the wow. Welsh side. <laughs> fucking great player. Um, and he's Welsh. On form, maybe. <laughs> and he's actually Welsh. To be fair. Anyway. You say on form, he should be. He's playing in the non-league. He's not even on, professional no, football player. <laughs> on form, maybe. <laughs> I need to get some new co-hosts. Right, move on to you. Who do you think is going to win it? You do. Uh, I think Brazil are going to win it. I'd love to see Argentina win it for Messi, but I think Brazil are going to win it. All right. Play the tournament? Neymar. When's his sister's birthday? Is that nearby? Ooh. <laughs> March. March, all right. He's we've got plenty of time. He's fine. <laughs> oh. The final's quite close to Christmas, so he'll have to get back to his sister. Otherwise, what's he going to do? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Unless he just brings his sister out with him. Bit of motivation, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, which, which am I going on to? <laughs> surprise or flop? Uh, uh, surprise team. Okay, it's us. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Style FC coming in. Let's go, boys. Oh, I'm no, wait. never. Wait, I'm wait. never actually that. Um, <laughs> I'm very much a pessimistic football fan. Where I'm just like, yeah, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Whatever. This time round, I don't know why. I think we can do it against England, even though I've just said, yeah, Harry Kane can score some goals against us. I think we can do it against England. I think we can, if we get the right sort of, right tactics and the right shape and whatever. I think we can do it. And the other two, I think we can. And just get into the group stages and then possibly 
progressing slightly further from there, that means we're the surprise team again. Um, so yeah, I'll be totally honest. My thoughts on Wales being in this World Cup is just <laughs> we did it. We're finally we're there. <laughs> yeah. All I want to well, do is score one yeah. goal. That's it. Don't care what else happens. Yeah. Um, Although, can you imagine a knockout round game against Netherlands or Senegal? That would be amazing. I just, I just oh, got dear. visions of Kiefer Moore getting above Tim Ream and burying it in against the USA <laughs> and running to the corner going, ha-ha, who's a small country now? <laughs> mm. um, I was tempted to put uh, the underdog as Qatar just because if they win a game or get a goal, that's a fucking surprise. <laughs> but um, yeah, okay. I, also, I'm going to say it, fuck Qatar. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Fuck them. Strong. Um, and then my flop team is Portugal. I was going to go with France, but I'm like, does if they don't win it, does that mean they're a flop and that's an easy... I don't know. Well, France is a bit of an odd one because they've got a lot of injuries. Like Pogba yeah. and Kante aren't playing in this tournament. Luca Hernandez might be out. They well, brought Benzema back into the well, fold, and that always brings drama. Are both injured. The the other thing I did was look. Uh, if you look at the groups, I think France, even with the injuries, can win that group. Whereas Portugal have yeah. what Owen, I think Owen, you referred to it earlier as the group of death. I think it is, yeah. Uh, and I think they'll struggle, and then obviously if they don't get out, they're the flop. And obviously, with with people wanting the Argentina Portugal final, that's in my eyes, that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to mine. Agree with that. Yeah. I've also gone for a four-three-three, same as Owen. Um, I've gone for Martinez in goal. Uh, That's right. The United centre back in goal. Yeah, I was going to say the really short five-foot-nine. Emmy Martinez in goal. Yep. Uh, right back, I've, I've matched Owen. I've got Akraf Hakimi. <laughs> Centre backs, I've got Marquinhos, same as George. Uh, I've got Kalibu Koulibaly, Senegal. And I don't think Portugal going to flop, honestly. So I've got Jao Cancelo in at left back. Ah, I was going to put him back in. in world football. When I was looking at my yeah, fullback, he's the best when... fullback yeah. in world football at the moment. Easy. Uh, my centre mids. Again, I'm going against Owen. I've got Luka Modric uh, in one of my centre mid positions. I've got uh, Fede Valverde from Uruguay at centre mid. Nice. In my opinion, That's the informed player in world football currently. If you watch his goal reel for this season alone, it is insane. Yeah, incredible. So yeah, Fede uh, Valverde. And then my centre attacking mid, I've gone for Jamal Musiala from Germany. I think Germany... Could quietly have a good tournament here. They don't really have a striker, and Timo Werner's just been ruled out as well. So a lot of it will come down to Kai Havertz, which maybe isn't that good. But Jamal Musiala is having one hell of a season, playing for Bayern first team every game, and I think he's a great player and could be one of the players of the tournament. Nice. And then I've matched you guys with the right winger. Obviously, Leo Messi, last tournament. I think he's going to do really well. And uh, on the left wing... He's been playing more of a central role this season, but I'm going to put him on the wing anyway. Serge Nabry on the left. Okay. Uh, if you watched him recently for Bayern against the Champions League, against uh, Barca, they scored three goals and he got three assists. So I think 
He's he's banging form going into this World Cup. And then I've gotten a bit, a bit of a wild card up front. And the phrase wild card alone should probably tip you off as to who it might be. It's Darwin Nunez. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, to be to be fair, people people keep saying about Nunez where it's like, oh, people keep comparing him to Haaland. It's fucking true. They, they got bought in the same transfer window for the two top teams in England. One is fucking smashing it out the park and, by the way, is going to be training for a whole month while everyone's playing football in Qatar. So when they come back, <laughs> Premier League's done. Unlucky. But yeah, Nunez, he's got a good return. Holland didn't get signed in the same summer as Nunez. People wouldn't be suggesting that Nunez is struggling because he's got yeah. such a good goal return. All he did was head but one guy and he gets hard with the Luis Suarez I mean, crazy brush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, odd choice. But um, yeah, I I think Nunez is doing well. But like, yeah, it's just the fact that he's being put up against Haaland is just ridiculous. I just, I don't like Nunez. I think he's got a punchable face and he's fucking knobhead. But he's a good player. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yes. Punch him in the face. Um, you've, you've got to have one of them sort of strikers, though. They're ones that get yeah. in the face and get them. Well, that's the thing. That's they put off defenders, don't they? they? I hated playing against them when I was in goal, and you have strikers that are going to try and get in in your face. I hated it. Well, Darwin Nunez, just <laughs> Liverpool fans absolutely adore him. I don't think collectively as Liverpool fans we've ever wanted someone to succeed more than Darwin Nunez, which is insane. But Genuinely, I think that because he's got like the speed and the finishing of Fernando Torres with the utter loose cannon nature of Luis Suarez. He's like the perfect hybrid Liverpool striker. He's Just also there. got a bit of, he's like, got a bit of day, strength behind him as well, though, isn't he? Yeah. He's just he's genuinely a very, very exciting player to watch. Like, yeah. I watched a, a few videos the other day where someone said, How would you describe Darwin Nunez as a player? And then it cl- cuts to Blades of Glory. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's provocative. It gets the people going. <laughs> and that's just Darwin Nunez. That little clip of them, t- the, the bit that's in uh, the Paris song from Jay Z and that other guy. They, uh, don't say his name on the podcast. Uh, they compare that to Darwin Nunez's playing style, which is very true because you never know what you're going to get. You can either get a great game where he's just he's legging it or he's going to headbutt someone. Love it. And that's perfect for the World Cup. Why not? Get to the final, headbutt Messi. Whoa. That's a good point. Was Zidane in the team of the tournament? I think he was, Even though he, like, did that take him away from him? Yeah. Oh, no, because they do it before the final, don't they? Yeah, but but before the the final, he was the best player at that one. I know, but, like, if, say, for instance, I I think they do announce the team before the final, but if he'd have done it in the semi-final before they announced the team, would you take him out of it just as, like, a punishment? Be like, don't headbutt. I wouldn't for fear that he'd come down to the office and headbutt me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I want to go back to your goalkeepers because I nearly picked Emmy Martinez as mine as well. Because since he's, you know, moved, well, since he started starting for Arsenal, moved to Villa and got regular, he's transformed sort of the confidence behind Argentina. Yeah. Well, you saw the, uh, the Copa America, he won Golden Glove. Kept the most clean sheets, made some incredible saves, kept them in some games, saved penalties, and they won the tournament. So Argentina, being the form team coming into this in terms of 
games won, trophies won. He's banging form. He's had a lot of shots against him this season because Villa are terrible. So he's in good form, ready to go. So I think yeah. I think it's a good choice. He's he's warmed up. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So I don't think Portugal or Croatia will flop. I think this is going to be Croatia's last big tournament before Modric um, and Perisic hang up the boots international wise. Uh, I think Portugal do have some injuries. Obviously, Diogo Jota is not going to be there, but they have so much attacking talent and midfield. To be fair, Portugal are absolutely stacked. So I think Portugal will do good. Um, so winners, Argentina. I do think this is Messi's last chance to go out on a high and solidify himself as the best player ever. I already think he is. Oh yeah, yeah. but that's I, yes, he's won the Copa America, yeah. but it's still that one hanging over his head. Can he win the World Cup? I think this is the best time, the best chance he's ever had, because they're they're a cohesive team now, and like he's got a world class striker next to him, Lautaro Martinez. They've got great defense now. They've got great centre mids. It's, it's the right time for Argentina to go out and prove it on the world stage. So I think they will. Uh, they're I they're think... no longer the top-heavy team they were. No, they're not. In fact, probably the opposite, actually. Probably lacking in attackers. But Messi makes it for that. Uh, I think the final will be Argentina versus Uruguay, an all-South American affair. And I think the player of the tournament will be Ferry Valverde, because I love him. He's so and good. He's so good. He's so good. He is, he's yeah. the perfect player for international football because he can just give him the ball and he'll do something. And if, like I said, if you just watch his goals back from this season alone, it's just incredible. Incredible. Yeah. We, in the Champions League final against Liverpool last season, I was watching him like, oh, why are you so good at football? Making Jordan Henderson look like Jordan Henderson. Anyway, uh, and then, <laughs> so my surprise team, I was going to put Uruguay, but I don't think it's that much of a surprise. People expect Uruguay to be good in international tournaments. They very rarely don't make it past the group stage. Yeah, They're one of only eight teams to win the whole thing. Yes, it was in the 50s, but it still counts. Um, my surprise team is Switzerland. Okay. They were so close to being my surprise team. Yeah, so know. that group that you described is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and... Uh, who's the other one? Cameroon. Cameroon. I think Switzerland get out of that group. I think Granit Xhaka is in the form of his life. He is. So he'll yeah. lead them. You've got Braylon Bolo doing well for Monaco. You've got Jan Sommer still being an absolute world-class goalkeeper. Yeah. And then alongside Xhaka, you've got Dennis Sicaria, who, yes, he's not played very much for Chelsea, but he played the other night at Champions League and he was really, really good. So him Scored, and Xhaka as a double pivot in midfield. <laughs> tasty. So I think they get out of that group. And I think they might cause a stir in the knockouts too. So, Switzerland are my surprise team. My flop team. <laughs> you don't call us boring and get away with it. Belgium are my ones. <laughs> no, I'll never let that go. Don't call us boring. We know we're boring, but that's not up to you to say, Kevin. <laughs> so, my flop team is Belgium. I don't no, think. I just noticed that Kevin De Bruyne wasn't in your team as well. No. <laughs> Get out. Nowhere near my team. You're boring, Kevin. All right. So I think. Sorry, Try being rubbish this is a, for a change. This, Stop this being so a, good. This is a pick out of pure, like, revenge. 
I've got reasons for it. I've got reasons for it. Oh, go on, go, go, go. Hit us with the reasons. So Wales, as a team, aren't particularly good at scoring loads of goals. We know that. We very rarely win by big scores. It's usually by one or two goals, yeah? Yeah. We always score against Belgium. Every game we score against Belgium. They cannot defend. They cannot defend. They are terrible at defending. Their best defenders are what? Jason Denier, who doesn't have a club. Well, maybe he does now, but he didn't. Uh, Leon, isn't he? No, he got released by Leon. I think he, he might be in Qatar, actually. Oh. Training. I don't think Belgium can defend. I think they've got an ageing midfield, apart from De Bruyne. have got Axel Witzel, who's about 45 at this point. Their main striker is Mitsi Batshuayi. Need I say more? <laughs> Belgium are a catfish team. They're waiting for someone to surprise them. And this is that tournament. Do you reckon I don't think goes? they're going to do very well. Yeah, probably because they don't have anyone else. Yeah. So I mean, they don't even have that deeper squad. They've actually got. A tasty yes, they've got group some great well. players. And... Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they've got some amazing players. I won't deny that Kevin Bruyne isn't world class and probably the best player in the world at the moment. I agree, but they call us boring. <laughs> <laughs> Go out of the world Cup at the group stage. <laughs> How much would you love it if they got drawn against Wales in the group in the uh, knockout rounds? And we just did it again. Oh, we'll knock them out again. Knockout. No problem. Yeah. Three one, no problem. Imagine. We'll get Hal out retirement. <laughs> what I'd love to see is if we did do that and you had like live images of the Wales team warming up and they're all just doing Hal Robson Carney turns in the warm up, trying to psych out Courtois. <laughs> I'd love to see it if um, ready for if it. we play Belgium uh and it's like the lights will go out, you hear a gong like in WWE, and Hal Robson Carney comes out like the Undertaker. <laughs> and you just see all the faces of the Belgian players Turns just drop. <laughs> Uh, but I, obviously it is fueled by the fact they call this boring. But I genuinely do think that this could be a tournament where Belgium slip up and are one of the teams that struggles. Yeah. In my humble opinion. I think Croatia are better than them. So they'll they'll top that group. And I think Japan could surprise a few. So I think there's a chance that Belgium go out of the group stage. It would be very hard for them to beat Belgium in a different group. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Who's in Belgium's group? Morocco, Croatia, oh, yeah, that's and what I meant. yeah, Morocco, um, yeah, well, Korea and Canada, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to back up our boy Eric. He told us that Canada are good. He so did. I have, he have did, to believe yeah. him. So Alfonso Davis is going to run the length of the pitch and smash one over Courtois to make it seven-one to Belgium, and then <laughs> no, I, I ignore the Japan comment. I do think that Belgium are. There for the taking, honestly. So yeah, that's my my flop pick. My other flop pick, which I will say after I sneeze. <laughs> I mean, you didn't hear it, but the uh, the imagery of that was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It's one for the OnlyFans artwork. All right. <laughs> the other flop team that I think, and I've said it before, maybe France. I'm wearing a France top right now. Um, but I think France is could an be there for the taking as well. It is an Henri one, yeah. yeah. Something like 2006. <laughs> I do think Henri, not Henri, I do think <laughs> France could flop. I think a lot's changed since 2018 in terms of teams around them catching up. I do think that they are going to be short in midfield. Yes, they have Dechua many. They've got some amazing centre mids still to play. But if you're missing Kante and Pogba, who apart from Mbappe, were the main reason why they won the Euro 
they won the World Cup in 2018. That's a bit. That's a big miss for any team, especially France, whose talisman is Paul Pogba. Yeah. So yeah, I do think that France could be there for the taking as well. Potentially, Denmark could pull up some feathers. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that France could flop too. So yeah. I France think France could. Possible, yeah. but I do think Belgium are my flop team. Yeah. Who won, Kevin? <laughs> All right. Well, I think I've controlled myself in a respectable manner there. So uh, yeah, you've you've said that about France Belgium final, teams. by the way. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Anyone but England, I don't care. Right. So yeah. uh, I was doing so well to keep that out until the end. So well. Oh well. Hey, you I don't cut care. It out. It's All right. So that's true. <laughs> we'll go through our teams one more yeah, time. That's, that's it. The deck. <laughs> We'll go through our teams one more time for you listeners to decide who you think has the most accurate one. And we will come back and revisit this at the end of the tournament when the real team of the tournament is announced. And we'll see who got the most right and who got the flop team right and who got the winner right. I'm going to assume that 95% of our choices here will not feature in any of the teams or with the tournament. Yeah, 100%. If that is the case, we will then... really funny if half the players don't get picked. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, if that is the case, then you know why we're called Nostalgia FC and not cu- Current FC. I don't know what we call ourselves otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you nailed that one. Yeah. Thank you. Right, Evan, go back to your team. Okay, so my World Cup team of the tournament in goal, Yassine Bonu. Right back, Akraf Hakimi. Centre-backs, Christian Romero and Virgil van Dijk. Left-back, Nicolas Tagliafico. The three central midfielders, Pedri, Kevin De Bruyne and Aaron Ramsey. And then up front, we have Lionel Messi, Laturo Martinez and Neymar. You've got your team. Who do you think is going to win it? Uh, I'm going with Lionel Messi for player of the tournament and Argentina to win. Flop team and surprise? Flop team. I'm going with... Croatia, and my surprise package is going to be Morocco. Boom. Cool. George. Right. My goalkeeper is Allison. My three centre-backs are Lissandro Martinez, Ben White, and Mukinhos. My central midfielders are Ilkay Gundogan and Pedri. My attacking midfielders are Son, let's hope to God he's fit, and Kevin De Bruyne. On the right wing, I have Messi. On the left wing, I have Neymar. And up top, I have Harry Kane. I have the... Oops. The player of the tournament to be Neymar. The winners, Brazil. My flop team is Portugal. And my surprise team is none other than Cymru. Or Wales. Seems to be Cymru. They're changing it. Anyway. Yeah, after the World Cup. My team of the tournament, or predicted team of the tournament. Uh, Emi Martinez in goal. Akraf, Akimi, Marcanos, Koulibaly and Jao Cancelo at the back. Fede Valverde, Luka Modric and Jamal Musiala in midfield. With a front three of Messi, Serge Gnabry and Darwin Nunez. I think Argentina are going to win. I think Valverde is going to be a player of the tournament. My surprise team is Switzerland. And my flop team is them boring Belgians. <laughs> We're not boring, Kevin. You are. <laughs> Please let that be the title, oh, the, Drew. The bitterness. Yeah. We're not boring, so- Kevin. You are. I'm hiding my disdain for Belgium well. Right, so uh, thanks very much for listening to this episode. Um, the chaos is back, and long may it rain, for the next month. 
So, uh, the World Cup schedule. We're going to drop an episode every four days-ish. Basically, there's going to be two a week. We're coming out with a lot of content for you to enjoy. So, if you don't like the World Cup being in Qatar, why not listen to us talk about old World Cups? Because that's what we're going to do sometimes, apart from this episode right here. But you've listened so far, so you might as well carry on. Uh, we've got loads of different content coming at you, so stay tuned. There's a lot of fun ones coming up. And Owen's going to be with us for every step of the way. Woo! Whoop, whoop! All right, well, there you go. That was our first episode for the World Cup. Uh, the World Cup is coming up. Two weeks out. Get ready. Unless you're boycotting it, in which case, don't get Enjoy ready. Christmas! <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. Enjoy that. All right, so... Thanks again for listening. If you want to check us out on socials, you can do by heading to at Nostalgia FC Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever new thing is out there, we'll try and get on it. Uh, and then it's if you want to email us, it's nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com. Boom. And don't forget, if you want to head over to our socials and hit up our link tree, the top link you will find is a link to our November page. Uh, where you can head on there, learn more about Movember, and if you would be so kind, donate to our cause. We're doing well so far. Um, our moustaches are not, but we're getting there. Oh, decent I got mine. I, I got say, mine shaved. The at winner a party. of the vote. <laughs> Boom. The winner of the vote. We didn't talk about this. So on socials, we asked you to vote for which moustaches we should grow. Uh, my sister and her boyfriend tried to cheat and get people to vote for pencil moustache. Because they want us to look like paedophiles. But luckily... We already do, mate. We already do. <laughs> you can't say that the pot. Yeah, we luckily, it was e- Luckily, it was even. And there was one vote left to take. And that was me. So I voted for handlebars. So we're doing handlebars. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's better than pencil. <laughs> Wait, no, handlebar. I was thinking horseshoe. Uh-huh. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking horseshoe. If I had product, I could probably do a handlebar right now. I don't think I'll be able to grow it long enough. Well, pencil it is for you then, boy. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Handlebar, let's go. Mine handlebars on one side and horseshoes on the other, so I look ridiculous. Can, can you do both then? So it naturally grows down on, yeah, I can do both. You can be like a snake. I'm not. I, I will not be doing both. All right, well, mustaches aside, uh, thanks again for listening to this episode of Mostalgia FC. E. Still there. Uh, come again. This week, when we drop our next World Cup-themed episode, it's going to be team of players that never made it to the World Cup. How sad. And yes, the three of us do feature. So <laughs> tune in next time for yeah. that amazing World Cup content. We've got loads more coming up. Stick with us. That was our predicted teams of the tournament. What teams they were? What a team mine was. What teams they were. <laughs> Hey guys, you got balls, right? <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, we do. Yep, yep. Good. Well.
Did you know testicular cancer is the number one cancer among young guys? Yet 60% of those who are most at risk don't know how to check themselves. Good news is, it's easy. The best thing you can do for your nuts is to give them a feel every month or so. Get to know what's normal for you. That way, if anything changes, you can act on it. Now. Sorry, any excuse to feel your nuts, go for it. <laughs> yeah, is not in public. <laughs> yeah, not in public, please. Do it in a shower. No, for real. If uh, on the bottom of this on the bottom of this episode, we are going to include a link to Movember's How To Guide on how to check your testicles. A very important thing for you to do. So go and do it. You can do it by yourself. You don't have to do it in public. Don't do it in public. Just do it by yourself. <laughs> you don't have to do it in public. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Yeah. Especially if you do. We doing do not Movember. condone you doing it in public. <laughs> so remember. When caught early, testicular cancer is highly treatable and highly curable. In the unlikely event that you are diagnosed with testicular cancer, Movember has your back. They call it nuts and bolts. It's a link on the website. You can follow it. it gives you all the information you need. And I know we like to have a joke around about things like this, but it's a very serious thing. So just shake your balls. Just do it. It could save your life. 